Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with new morning mercies, and so without further ado, Tori's going to take it from here. Yes, y'all, let's do it. Today's devotional says this, facing disappointment and failure, don't be surprised. You're still flawed, and your world is still fallen. For this, there's grace. Mm. If you fail to take seriously what the Bible says about who we are and about the nature of the world we live in, you will live with unrealistic expectations. You'll be naive when it comes to temptation, and you'll find yourself regularly surprised and disappointed. Let's examine what the Bible says about us and our world in this period of time between the already and the not yet. Although God's work of redemption has begun— You and I still live in a world that is terribly broken and simply does not function in the beautiful way that God intended when he put it together. No passage captures the current brokenness of our world better than Romans 8. Paul employs three provocative phrases to capture this brokenness. Verse 20 says, we are subjected to futility. In verse 21, bondage to decay. In verse 22, in the pains of childbirth, there is a constant futility to life in a fallen world. Things just don't work right. And no matter how hard you try, you can't escape the frustration of a world that is not operating properly. There is death and decay all around us. People die. Things die. Dreams die. Relationships die physical creation dies, then there are times when the suffering is severe, just like in the acute pain of childbirth. Under the weight of all this brokenness, Paul says that this world is groaning together. Scripture calls you to be aware of the environment in which you live. The Bible also has clear and humbling things to say about you and me. John says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Yes, the power of sin has been broken, but the presence of sin still remains inside of us and is being progressively eradicated by God's delivering grace. So every day, we all give empirical evidence that we are sinners. We all still carry around inside of us the darkness of iniquity, transgression, and sin. We have not yet fully escaped the dire danger that is us. Now, if you fail to take seriously what the Bible has to say about the world in which you live, and you fail to take seriously what the Bible has to say about what still lives inside of you, you won't seek the forgiving, rescuing, protecting, transforming, and delivering grace that is your only hope. That grace alone has the power to protect you from the evil outside of you and to deliver you from the evil that lives inside of you. In a real way, things are worse than you ever thought they could be, but God's grace is greater than you could ever have imagined it would be. Biblical faith lives at the intersection of shocking honesty and glorious hope.
Yeah, I don't really have a ton to add to this one aside from just a few practical things that this like triggered within me. Mm-hmm. And I think this is so important. Yeah. I think it's important for us to assess what do we expect? Tori and I struggle with this a lot, and we know that a lot of you all probably do as well, that our experiences often don't meet our expectations. Mm-hmm. And okay, well, what's the who, who's at fault? Is it God because he didn't give us what we wanted? Or is it our fault because our exp, our expectations are way too high or not realizing the situation that we're actually in, which is what this devotional is talking about? Right. I'll get practical with you. Imagine that someone says, hey, here's a brand new 2023 Ferrari, whatever they're, you know, it's whatever mm-hmm. model. Yeah. And you get in the car and then the car breaks down on the way. You're like, uh, that's not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Your experience is not going to meet your expectation. Mm-hmm. But now imagine someone gave you this rust bucket, some 1967 broken down Ford Pinto, and you get in it and then it actually gets you to where you want to go. You're going to be like, oh my gosh. Pleasantly surprised. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Or what happens if it breaks down? Oh. I was expecting that. I was kind of expecting that. Yeah. I don't think that we're being as realistic as we need to be in this broken world. We think that we're, sometimes we think we're operating in a perfect world and whenever we experience brokenness, we're shocked. Whenever we experience hardship in relationships or hardship in work or hardships with our own mental uh, issues, we're like, what is happening? Why is this happening? It's like, instead we're, we're, we're not, instead we're surprised versus we should be like, oh, this is a cause of a broken world. This is a cause of a sinful nature. Mm -hmm. Like this makes sense. And one last little thing I'll share about this is that my brother, his first truck, his alternator was bad. Mm -hmm. And so that meant that he had to carry a hammer in his truck and he had to hit the alternator in order to start his truck. Okay. That obviously was embarrassing at certain times for him in front of girls that he liked and all this stuff, but he got realistic about a broken vehicle that needed to be uh, helped in order to start. Mm -hmm. And we need to be realistic about the things that we're going through to help us operate in a broken world. Yeah, And that's that's just the only practical thing I was thinking. Yeah. I love the juxtaposition between we will never fully understand how broken our world is, but we will also never fully understand the magnitude of his grace and the hope we have in Christ. And so I think that it's really important to have that like reality check of both. Like, okay, we live in a broken world and we do still carry sin. I think this was a perfect like next Devo after our last plan Mm -hmm. rise up like the last three days. We've really been talking about this. Like, what do we do when we fall? Mm -hmm. What happens when we fall into temptation? And how do we actually live in the freedom that Christ has for us? And I think that this devotional says it again, where this is an everyday battle. Mm -hmm. But remember, his mercies are also new every single day. His grace is new every single day. And we have to remember that we're being sanctified every single Mm -hmm. day. And so we can't just receive his grace and ask the Holy Spirit to produce his fruit in us one time and think that we're now going to have self-discipline and self-control and peace and joy and and the fruits of the Spirit because we asked for it two weeks ago. No, Mm -hmm. we have to ask for these things every single morning. Give us our daily bread. Our daily bread. Bread. And so we need to have this realization of, okay, Lord, I'm coming to you as a broken human being. 
inside of the reality that you are so much greater than I could ever think Mm -hmm. or fathom. And I want to operate in the freedom that you have for me today. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, produce your fruit in me. Help me overcome the temptation and the sin that is ever so present inside of me so that I can look different inside of this broken world. But there is that hope. So we have to remember the juxtaposition. We can't just meditate on how broken the world and we are. We also have to meditate on the freedom in which we have, the hope Mm -hmm. in which we have, and the help in which we have on a daily basis. But it's both and it's already, but not yet. Yeah, absolutely. It just makes me, it makes me think of that quote that we are so much worse than we could ever believe, but we're also so much more loved than we could ever imagine. We can't forget the latter part of that. And just something quick, as you were sharing, I was like, this makes sense. What you're saying yeah. makes sense. To do this daily, it makes sense. That's why we have this daily devotional. Yeah. It's because we we need this daily. Right. None of us have ever been to the gym one time and expected <laughs> us to be in the shape that we want to be in. I wish. And none of us have ever <laughs> eaten healthy one time, expect that to carry over yeah. for the rest of the year. That doesn't right. work. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So if we understand that practicality in those situations, it's mm-hmm. the same with our spirit. It's the same yep. with following the Lord. Amen. Want to pray sign out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the gravity of this message today, Lord. I just pray that you would help this sink in to our spirits, God, that we need you as daily bread. Lord, we thank you that you are our ever-present help, Father. Lord, we know that we are broken in need of a Savior, God. So would you help us today? Holy Spirit, would you produce your fruit in us today? Would you help us overcome temptation today? Lord, we want to look more and more like you. So will you continue to sanctify us into your image? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Talk scenes. Talk scenes.